Welcome to this episode of the Luminosity Podcast, hosted by Maria Conde. This podcast is an ongoing conversation to provide busy entrepreneurs practical tools and inspiring stories to live a healthy and abundant life with grace and ease. Welcome to the show. Here's your host, Maria Conde. Hello and welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today for this week's episode of the Luminosity Podcast where we are talking about the importance of community. As a coach in many modalities, I see the importance of community showing up in so many areas of our well-being, from lifespan to overall mental health to a healthy business. With the rise of technology, one would think that we are getting closer together as we have immediate access to connect with each other, but as we're finding out, this is not the case. More and more people are feeling isolated and out of touch with each other. I did a fair bit of research on this topic before I wrote this podcast, and it was fascinating uh, to see what I found. There are articles that have been, um, that we've all seen that talk about how lonely we are, even though how connected we are by technology in the world that we have, because there's so much out there that can bring us together. And on the flip side of that, there was actually quite a bit of research um, that I found that talked about the fact that we were lonely long before technology even showed up. What I found was sort of interesting uh, that made sense to me um, was that the older population was embracing technology to not feel so isolated through the use of Skype and other means to connect themselves to others. And while the younger generations were the opposite, decreasing their social media time made them feel less lonely. I have noticed this in our home, and my daughter, who has just turned 13 a couple weeks ago as of the date of this recording, would much prefer a real life connection with somebody as opposed to a bunch of impersonal text messages. As a coach who helps her clients create and live an extraordinary life that fills them with passion, I was surprised at how many people out there are just not happy. I could do a whole podcast on happiness and maybe someday I will. And as a collective society, we really need to look at what makes us happy and connected to others. We live our lives in serious busy mode and trying to keep up to the Joneses. All of this is, all this is doing is having us have less connection and less life satisfaction. I teach this a lot with my clients and also, you know, on all the Facebook things that I do about, are you busy or are you productive? We fill our lives with so much stuff that is meaningless because we don't want to face our lives often, which is sort of sad. And we, just do everything we can to be busy as opposed to connecting with others, sitting down, having a cup of coffee. And, you know, it's, it's interesting as I'm saying this, and this is off my script actually, which I do often. I think back to traveling through Europe where people just connect in the community centers of those, of the little towns. And they do this in Mexico too. You know, the center of every town is a place where communities come together and connect And at any point in the day, you'll see all sort of various people coming to that space, right? And, you know, in North America, especially in our larger cities, we just don't have that and do that anymore. And um, so I'll encourage you to find that little space where you can start doing that. And we'll talk about that more in a minute. But on a positive note, I also see the start of the transition back to the community. 
people are finding their tribes again and building communities from scratch. This is what I was talking about in those, you know, smaller towns in other parts of the world, not North America necessarily. This is how they operate. And, you know, we need to do more of that here. And it, it is starting to happen in smaller ways and interesting ways too. I see this in business in particular with the rise of the co-working spaces. People are really seeking real life connections with people. Masterminds are becoming mainstream as opposed to just high profile business people doing them or participating in them. And as people realize they cannot grow by themselves as well as they can grow in a group of like-minded people. True authentic community is such an important part of our world. I'm even starting to see this in the online business world. People are wanting to buy from those where there is a no like and trust factor. And this takes time to build. And honestly, it is my preferred way to do business. There is a lot of um, high pressure sales out there in the online world. That's very inauthentic. And, you know, I see this as a coach. I see this a lot where, you know, there's a lot of people just trying to make a lot of money on other people without having it being really authentic. People are charging exorbitant amounts for coaching with no experience and no proof that they can actually do anything and no uh, educational experience, no you know, experience at all that they're doing with that. And they're charging people a lot of money and you see a lot of people getting really disgruntled with it, which is really sad to see because people are being taken advantage of. So I always encourage people, no matter what, when you're doing anything online, do your research and, you know, go with that theory of the no like, and trust, and it will serve you much better. I recently read a series of books called The Go-Givers, and there are five or six versions of this book, um, all based on the universal laws of success, which are the law of authenticity, reciprocation, value, compensation, and influence. And building your life and business on these principles will, in turn, provide an extraordinary life for you. And this is based on flow and not pushing your agenda. It is about giving as much as you are able to fully receive. And, you know, we talk about what goes around comes around sort of thing, which is true. But you have to, I mean, it's not just about giving lots too, which is really important, but you have to be able to receive in a really healthy way too. And the stories in these books are partly fictional are based on human connection. And I would like to transition um, this talk now and a little bit about the benefits of a community. So, you know, some of the top benefits are, the number one is support and belief. So when you're part of a community, the community members will actually have more belief in you often than you do in yourself. They are on the outside and can see objectively where it is hard for you to see your own strengths. And they're there for, you know, support. Support is one of the biggest benefits of belonging to a strong community, as is a strong sense of belonging. So the both of those go hand in hand together. Another benefit is new ideas. Because of the diverse nature of communities, you will often see several new and unique ideas that you would see if you were just trying to figure things out for yourself. And this goes in, you know, living communities or business communities, wherever it is, you're going to see that. Masterminds are a great place for that to um, be seen. And next, do you have accountability? 
And this goes again with business and in family or business or uh, life communities, wherever it is, when you're really part of a connected or when you're really connected to a community, a healthy community, you're more prone to be, um, to do what is right. And because you're going to be held accountable for your actions. And this is really interesting too, because um, as a parent, I've done lots of reading of, of course, on parenting and, and raising healthy, successful people in this world. And one of the things that they talk about is having a big family community around your child because having lots of aunts and uncles and grandparents and all that really close and connected helps them be more accountable to the person that they are. And, you know, there's pros and cons to that. I can, you know, see some people rolling their eyes already (laughs) because, you know, not all families are super healthy and you might not be able to thrive in those families, you know, but I'm talking about in a real perfect idea, healthy environment, um, you're going to have that connection and accountability in those communities. And you also have collective wisdom. And Napoleon Hill said that many minds are greater than one. When you have this, you have created a mastermind, which is so true. We, this has been known in business for years and years and years, but I also see it in communities. You know, you look at some of the communities in the rest of the world, not North American, but, you know, in other cultures where the elders, you know, that collective wisdom is there and the young people go to those elders for their learnings and their teachings and they respect them for what they bring to the table. You don't see that so much anymore. And also, you know, last but not least in this area of benefits for community is pushing your limits. And this one is a little bit more true to business because, you know, you have these people that have your back. They're there to um, guide you and support you to be all that you can be. And this, this is true in family, healthy family dynamics too. You know, you see some very successful people coming out of families and they, they say that, you know, my mom, my dad always had my back, always encouraged me to be all that I can be. And, you know, there's another, you know, space of pushing your limits where if you have that healthy community around you, that's going to be a natural space for that to happen. So, you know, so what does it take to actually build a healthy community? Because some of us, you know, especially in North America, are going to have to go back to sort of ground zero again because we don't have some of this um, in, a, in a big way here. So building a healthy community involves creating rituals is one thing you can do, something that connects you together. I have been in all sorts of masterminds and even in my own group, um, we have mantras that connect us and hold us together. You'll see this in, you know, things like Rotary or even in, you know, any collective groups that come together, larger scale, they always have something in the background that holds them together and weaves them together somehow. You also have uh, to have common, common values and a shared purpose. This can be seen in business as well as communities around the world, which brings me to the next segment I wanted to talk about today, which was called, they're called Blue Zones. And as of 2018, global life expectancy averages out to be about 71.4. And there are a handful of places in the world where this is exceptionally higher. And these are called blue zones. In each of these areas, there are typically two driving factors for this. And a lot of these have, are, have, you know, are communities of centurions. And those are people that are living to over 100 years old. 
And the two driving factors for this are consuming a primarily plant-based diet and strong communities. And these are all not all vegans and vegetarians. There are some meat consumption, but it's not the majority of their diet. Its majority is plant-based. And they also have these strong communities. And you'll see, this is where you're going to see the elders and the, all the different generations working together as a collective. And they, there's so many fascinating articles out there about the Blue Zones. It's definitely worth checking out. So before I signed off today, I wanted to speak a little bit more on a vulnerable note and a little background on me. I grew up in a smaller city of Winnipeg, which is, you know, it's maybe not super small, but it's a, it's not a very large scale city like New York or where I live now, Vancouver, uh, with a strong sense of community. Um, so Winnipeg has a strong sense of community, which helps build a really strong foundation for its members. I also spent time as a child in a large city, which was Minneapolis, and did not know a soul around me, except for my immediate neighbors. I've been living in Vancouver now for about 30 years, and I have to say my heart aches on a regular basis for the community of Winnipeg. Not just for my friends and family, I have lots of connections here. I grew up in a tight-knit community where we all looked out for each other. The door was always open, and connection was a daily event not just on major holidays. That I miss. I know that even in Winnipeg, those dynamics are no more or are significantly reduced. On an interesting note and my closing note, if this has any interest to you, I um, have been doing lots of reading recently on different articles on co-housing. There's been a few come out recently, particularly in the area where seniors, where loneliness is a real major issue. And you know, particularly in North America cultures, families do not look after the generations that they do in other cultures and other countries in the world. And a few days ago, I had a close friend of mine from Winnipeg. I was talking to him and we were talking about, you know, he mentioned these um, co-housing for retirement. And, you know, we both said to each other that we both love the concept. And, you know, when we get really old, we'll make sure we're in one of those and we can always look after each other and, you know, everyone else around us too, right? It's about helping each other thrive in those uh, years where, you know, your kids are gone off doing their own things and you need that connection. And interestingly enough, I, you're also, I'm here in Vancouver, and there's also communities coming up where they're doing this in the younger generations. And it's not so much, it's not 100% driven by community. It's also driven by the economics of it. You know, we live in a very expensive city, but, there, you know, you see these um, communities coming together where they're sharing living. And it's really fascinating. That's just something new that's coming on the horizon. So maybe as that develops, I'll do another podcast specifically for that. So that's it for my friends this week. Until next time, and have a great week. Thank you for listening today. Show notes are available at www.mariaconde.com. 